So welcome to episode 168 of the Nine Hits podcast. And we're starting with a band called Stoner, who uh, have released an album called Totally on uh, Heavy Psych Sounds Records. Um, that was a song called A Million Beers, which was just fantastic. I think um, kind of like starting off with some intent there um, as the album opener. And um, yeah, I mean, Pete, we, we're very familiar with two of these musicians, aren't we? Like um, Brant Bjork, Nick Oliveri, um, kind of forming what would you... I don't know. It, you could kind of describe it as a, a super group. I don't know. It's kind of um, maybe it's just two old friends making make some decent music together. But I really thought this was quite um, catchy and um, exciting, and and doesn't sound like you'd expect either. I think some people might think, oh, you know, I've I've already like I can already tell what this is going to sound like, and mm. I think they've completely done a left turn here. It's great. Yeah, uh, you know, I think on those lines, I. I I wasn't sure about this project, you know, despite, you know, a decades long love of, of, you know, the members previous output, but, you know, I did wonder whether I'd be tired of it, I suppose. And as such, I didn't jump in. This is a second release, I think, and I didn't jump into listening to them as, you know, I probably should have done. But then you play this song, which is a pre-release song, the album's out in May. And, you know, immediately you've got the familiarity of, Grant Bjork's voice, which has me smiling immediately. I, you know, I love his solo work. You know, never mind his input into obviously Caius and Queens and Fu Manchu and everyone. And what I love about this song is, and, and it's kind of what you're pointing to, the fact that it's not it's not a pure kind of stoner sound. It's it, it has a closeness to one of his early solo albums, which is called Grant Bjork and the Operators, mm-hmm. which is a joyous album. I, you know, I love that album. It, it, it was. It's just like a smidgen different from all these others, you know. It's it, you know it's it's more um, sprightly and it's full of love and and just tunes. It's you know it's a really good album. And there's a song on there called "Cheap Wine." It's just a slice of pure pop joy, I think, for me anyway. And and the fact that this song reminds me of that then instantly pulled at my heart. And then you know, as soon as one went through, all that kind of trepidation of any tiredness or anything as you know that's actually realized that was never going to be the case these are musicians who you know have, have created such genius across so many years now and actually what you feel is you know what, what is it is it super good you know that question you asked at the start i think i think it's more the latter you know friends these are friends who just have this you know compulsion to create art constantly and to you know to to have fun with it and you know, if it sounds like this, it will always have a place with me. Definitely, and I think the lyrics here like might be a nod to, "Hey, we know we've been around the block, but we can still do it," sort of thing. Um, you know, I think it says something like, "It takes years to drink a million beers," um, but you know, they've been around the block and done well. You know, you look at their back catalogs, and it's just you know, deck after deck of amazing stuff. So. Yeah, really, really exciting. I, I want to hear the rest of the album before I make a full judgment, but I really like this first song that I've heard. So, yeah, really, really interested. So you can get that via heavypsychsoundsrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, the album's called Totally, and as Pete said, it's out in May. So uh, next up, um, we've got a brilliant recommendation that came via um, a very sort of quirky um, sort of Twitter profile that I've um, sort of noticed lately called uh, Hey, I am JT. Um, he's really into his death metal um, and did this hilarious video uh, around Christmas about his uh, top 10 favorite death metal uh, releases from 2021. He did an, another sort of uh, one of these videos. You just need to go and have a look at this on Twitter. We'll put the uh, link in the bio. Um, but uh, yeah, he's recommended a band called Contusion. This kind of like 
I don't know, like a two piece that have come together to make this rip roaring, like hardcore influenced um, sort of death metal. It's got a member from Iron Reagan and it's uh, another member from Repulsion. We should tell you everything around it, really. I mean, um, you can kind of hear both those bands here, but this is like, it's just raw and and kind of goes straight for it. And it's a lot of fun. Um, don't know what you made of this one, Pete. It came out, out of the blue for me. Mm, I loved it. I, I, I hadn't heard it until you sent it to me, but, you know, definitely glad you did. You know, that that kind of prestigious pedigree about it was always going to be a good, I guess. It's, you know, there's, there's just so many great elements to it. You know, it's death metal that positively swarms. There's swamp submerged vocals. There's a, a buzz which suggests a slight lean towards Swedish death metal sound. Uh, the whole thing's this whirlwind. You know, it's got... It's got like the liveliness of like a band like Undeath and then that dark, thick, soupy fog oddness of someone like Undergang as well. All at the same time, all these bits of death metal, you know, picking from loads of different areas of death metal and all that together, you know, it's just it's just amazing. I really love this. Yeah, I think the synths are a really nice touch here as well, that like um, just like this bubbling under it. But yeah, I can imagine this being absolutely ferocious live if they ever managed to pull it off. Um, just really enjoyed this. It's a simple kind of four-track EP, uh, and you can get it at contusioncontusion.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's self-titled, and we're going to play the song Unrelenting Pain.
so that was the death metal sound of contusion there we've got here what could be termed as stoner rock royalty here so like uh, blue heron uh, a band from uh, new mexico and um this is an amazing debut it's um it's just so beautiful and like really well realized and it just sort of stinks of of like experience and stuff and i think like pete you were just saying off air this guy uh, who, who's in this band has kind of run some pretty sort of hefty labels over the years mm-hmm. and um it makes a lot of sense that he's making this kind of music but it's done so well um it's not just through that kind of experience and association that this is brilliant it's actually just such a yeah it's just such a marvelous sound mm, it is yeah and that you know that so the vocalist is a guy called Jad who who you know like you say has got this amazing you know uh, history in stone rock he's a, a grandee of the genre i'd say he ran i think or was involved with uh meteor city records which you know along with mandarin was one of those labels that you know was one you know formative for stone rock it was you know it was incredibly important uh, back in the day um he was a vocalist in a band called spiritu who I saw oh, yeah. live, they were on this amazing um, tour with Clutch, Spiritual Beggars and Dozer and Spiritu. And I saw them in the Hop and Grape in Manchester, I don't wow. know, probably early <laughs> 2000s. Uh, and then now um, he's the owner or the runner of two labels, uh, Magnetic Eye and Blues Funeral. Um, so, you know, it's, it has amazing history there. Um, I got one thing I should say as well, he, he stated he didn't want this coming out on one of his own labels. He wanted to, it to stand on its own. Which is, you know, which, you know, you give is respectable, you know, that you kind of get where he's going from, from with that. So, um, and you know, that, the one thing to say is, I, I don't know the history of the other band members. Apologies to those, um, but as you say, the experience is, is you can hear it in this sound. It's so clearly Stoner Rock. It's, you know, you can hear, you know, the the fact that it's we're twenty years on from the heady days of that genre, but. Blue Heron, they bring out all the best of that those times. Um, but they do it in a way which has got like plenty of freshness and vibrancy about it. It reminds me a bit, I think it, in the vocals actually, it reminds me a bit of, uh, well, actually, in fact, the whole sound, not just the vocals, it reminds me of post-Caius John Garcia bands like Unida and yeah. Hermano. Um, but, you know, when, to, to kind of sound as vibrant as this you know for a, for a pure stoner rock sound in these days you know it's that this they managed to do exactly what this genre needs to do now and and um you know we i, I picked a i picked a song to play back in december but unfortunately that we had issues and we weren't able to play i'm really glad they've come back with a full album straight away so mm-hmm. um because that you know i think a lot of people who love the sound then and have kind of wondered if the sound you know if it's dying away you know will latch onto this and really you know get get a lot out of it definitely yeah i think it's um it's got potential to be uh one of our sort of albums of the year and it's only what april so yeah really kind of big sound here and um yes it, it just it feels long awaited without me even knowing who this band are so that's that's something to sort of um sort of look up to so if you want to hear the whole album you can go to blueheronabq.bandcamp.com the album's called ephemeral and uh, we're going to play the track future roller
Okay, so that was Blue Heron. Uh, we're going to play the return of Goza next. Um, I know that they um, released a song sort of late uh, 2021 called Crown Eater, and we played that. And um, yeah, I was just so excited to hear um, something new from them, really. Uh, I thought that was going to be on this EP. It's not. This is out on Trepanation rec- Recordings, and um, it's called An Endless Static. Um, Craig is X. Archelon. I think a few of the members here were also in Archelon. Uh, this has been recorded by Joe Clayton, which is like, you know, the, the gold standard of kind of post-metal and, and sort of heavy stuff in this country at the moment, I'd say. Um, and yeah, this is just exactly what I thought it was going to be, but it, it creates a lot more space than I, I would maybe have um, put it down for initially. Like it's it's so expansive. And I think the eight minutes uh, that we're going to play, uh, so-called Fading Light, um, really kind of explores the textures and and kind of the room that this band like to explore. I think Archelon, uh, the band that sort of existed before, uh, kind of went a little bit straight for the jugular sometimes. But this, this feels more brooding. This feels more um, clinically thought out in, in a way, uh, in a, similar to Armin Ra, I guess. Um, you know the, the obvious touch points with it, which was mentioned before. Uh, I guess it's neurosis, but um, I think these guys have got so much uh, going for them that's original. Um, it's it's completely worth uh, delving into. I know uh, you know you've not seen these guys, Pete, but um, they certainly are um, a force to be reckoned with live as well. Um, what did you reckon? Mm, I liked it. You know, it, it, I really did. It's as I say, it, there, you know, it's obviously hard to avoid kind of comparisons to neurosis but i think they walk taller than most in that kind of in the in the atmosphere and and that gravity and then the reason so is that they seem to understand the kind of the volume and tempo change the 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 dynamics of that sound need to be organic rather than forced or timed Mm. you know you've got the you know this it, it grows and it growls as, as a natural progression you know it retracts as the flow demands there's no set staging in the evolution as as with so many of the similar ilk you know where the passages you know could be could be practically signposted in advance you know like you know here, here it's going to get louder at three minutes and five minutes and seven and drop off in between you know it, it doesn't have that it's it feels completely organic and natural and uh, and like you say brooding with it um, and as such, I think it's an incredibly accomplished slice of post metal. Yeah, and I'm really excited to hear the whole thing. Um, really, really interesting stuff. Um, kind of don't want to pass judgment, but um, there is a track on here with uh, the guy from Torpor on vocals. Uh, um, so, yeah, I can't wait to hear that, like um, guest contribution. Um, so if you want to hear the whole thing, um, this is an endless static. Um, you can get this at wearegoza.bandcamp.com. And we're going to play the song A Fading Light.
So that was the return of Goza from Sheffield. Absolutely amazing stuff. Uh, next up, we've got a band from Ghent in Belgium uh, called Lanorze. Uh, not come across these before, but wow, this is just incredible stuff. It's it's like bleak, like grinding, like hardcore stuff, I guess. Um, the vocals are just so... Um, they're almost like screamed down a phone line or something that they're that of that quality. Um, I really enjoyed this, Pete. Where did you find it? Um, I, I heard the last release actually. So we've been following them um, ever since. And then, you know, obviously then you get the not- notifications of a new release. Um, you know, the, 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 the fact it's really grown on me this. I, I really enjoyed it to begin with. Uh, but the, the one thing I should say that, I hear the first corn album in the first first minute or so, <laughs> which is weird, um, uh, but not in a bad way. There's you know it, it, it just bounces a bit, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got that down tune thing, which you know slits yeah. yes. Anyway, um, it quickly gets into this like properly filthy habit. Um, it's got a sludgy feel to it, which is brilliant. A central riff that grabbed me in, but like I say, subsequent listens really kind of. I, I don't know, I found so much more in it. It's got a vague, you know, very kind of faint industrial edge to it, but with a hardcore immediacy. And then more specifically, I, I, I don't know, I've been hearing like a fudge tunnel influence in there. Yeah. And definitely. then if, you know, if you think like a sludge fudge tunnel is a, is a hell of a proposition. I know like Conan, you know, documented big time fudge tunnel fans, but but I hear them distinctly in here. I don't, you know, maybe maybe that's just me. Maybe they, you know, it's not an actual direct influence. But either way, every time I listen to this, I, I kind of heard it differently, and I, you know, it really grew me. And therefore, you know, I just had to choose it in the end. Yeah, I was really really excited by this. I, I kind of heard. Um, I don't know if you remember the band Unsanctum um, from mm-hmm. maybe early two thousands. But the um, the vocals, how they were recorded on that first Unsanctum album, sounds so raw. Like they've taken all the bass out of it; they've, they've just turned up the the crunch of that treble, um, and it's this like harsh, almost unpleasant sound. And I think I, I got used to it through this release. But yeah, that initial like I was like, wow, these vocals are evil. <laughs> they just sound pure evil, um, which I love. So yeah. It looks like you can buy the digital version uh, via la-nausee.bandcamp.com, but you can get um, kind of like um, the rest of it on Spectral Hound. We're going to play the title track from their new uh, sort of EP, I guess. Uh, This is Disorder.
So that was the unpleasantness that is La Norse. Next up, we've got something altogether more wholesome, uh, a little bit more chilled, uh, a band called Harass, who um, are putting out a release on Wrong Speed Records. Uh, features Chris Summerlin, who is in Grey Hairs and Hey Colossus, among other things, and Tom House, who was in Charlottefield and is currently in Sweet Williams. Um, this is a band that I've seen at Supersonic and it absolutely came at the right time of the day. They kind of, kind of played like, I don't know, middle of the afternoon um, after some like raucous stuff. And, and this kind of just brought everyone down to earth. It was like a very sort of ref- so, sort of like self-reflective set, I guess, and just very relaxing. And I, I kind of, I debated whether to play this because it's not exactly uh, Nine Hertz Fair sometimes, but it's incredibly uh, interesting. It's kind of got lots of textures that flow in and out. And I think it, it takes some time to kind of, break down just the the intent of this band it, it can seem like they're like half half speed or um like just like edging on the gas a little bit but i think that's where the beauty lies with this it's very intricate and it's very sort of downplayed as to what they're doing i really really enjoyed this and um yeah i hope you got something out of this because it's it's just an interesting piece of music i think i did I, you know i really did and it's interesting that the, the- the kind of the bio, I suppose, provided by Wrong Speed it was, was interesting. It's stories of band members who moved away from the city to go live in the countryside to provide autonomy for, you know, for, for the life and for, for their art. And I think that's something, you know, you know, going off slightly, I think that's something that resonates in, you know, in, in kind of lockdown times as well, you know, particularly working from home and things like that. And, and the realisation that, you know, you can get a better work-life balance from doing this, working from home. There's no kind of cut-off in terms of efficiency and in terms of actual, um, you know, it's just better. It's better all around in so many ways. And, you know, it's, it's really, you know, you've got to think that kind of this whole, you know, nine to five, go to an office and all that type of thing has changed. And it is we're no worse off. In fact, we're, we're much better off despite what kind of office land barons say and get the Tories and the Daily Mail to pretend you've got to kind of prop up the independent coffee shops when they're bothered about their, their you know, they're off the big office spaces in London and so on. Um, anyway, my point being, I've, I've gone way off. My point being is, <laughs> you know, there, there is a point, which is, you know, that kind of solitude and autonomy has enabled them to create something, you know, has enabled them to create more art. And that's, that's a great thing. And, and I think you can hear that in the music um it, it's a you know it's this wonderfully lush sound um you know it, it, it was evoking thoughts of like wide open spaces the countryside of like of, of spring mornings but maybe you know maybe driven on by that narrative provided by the label but it doesn't really matter you know i, I really enjoyed list to this each time i did and it, you know maybe it's outside of our normal remit it's it's outside of my kind of normal realms of music, you know, it's not metal. Um, but but I've listened to this again and again, not just the one time I needed to, to kind of familiarize myself with it ahead of this podcast. And I think I'll listen to it again after this as well. I really did. It kind of, yeah, I, I felt something from it. Um, so yeah, really, really good. Really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm, kind of um sort of i've got my finger sort of hovering over the, the sort of vinyl uh by vinyl sort of uh, <laughs> link here but yeah I, I, every time i listen to it i hear something new and i think it's very subtle in what it does um 
yeah, just kind of wanted to shine a little light on this. And I think that's what we do here. We, we kind of find the unique things that we come across and, and want to sort of showcase. And here's a great example. Uh, so if you want to hear this, you can go to wrongspeedrecords.bandcamp.com or via harass.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the uh, sort of joint um, sort of tracks that sort of link up at the end of this album, uh, Liters into Meters and Susurrus.
So that was a song by Harass. Uh, talking of subtlety and and kind of like really intricate music, uh, this this one is like maybe a different style, but um, it, it doesn't sort of lose anything from that description. You know, it's it's really interesting. So uh, a band called Nios uh, from Finland uh, have come out with an album called Celebration, and uh, we're going to play the song first take off this. Now, Nios are formed um, from. Um, I guess uh, maybe the ashes of, of a band called Cuda. Uh, Tom, uh, who originally lived in Leeds, uh, used to put on gigs, uh, toured quite a bit with a band called Cuda, who were like another two-piece. Um, and they were fantastic. You know, lots of um, different effects going on and maybe um, like mathy in its structure. Um, and I think this is an evolution of that. I mean, this band have been going since 2015, uh, since Tom moved over. He's actually quite a reputable producer over there, uh, sort of handling the likes of uh, Aransi Bazuzu and, and other bands of that ilk um, to really produce an amazing sound. And I think that shines through here. Um, this track we're going to play, I, I thought sounded like it was recorded in a massive space. It sounds like the drummer's in like one end of a massive like warehouse and the guitarist is almost like responding to the... Um, to the almost like electronica um, influence stuff that he's playing. Really enjoyed this, Pete, and I'm, I'm really glad you picked it because I, I, I kind of maybe missed this one. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, Tom always produces amazing music. No offense to the drummer, I'm sure he's, he's, he's absolutely amazing too. But I think that personal connection from years ago um, just kind of shines through a bit for me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Kuda, well, I don't know, 2005, you know, yeah. they used to be on every other bill. You used to go, you know, that we, when we were going to gigs every once a week, at least he, he was on half of them. And I didn't realize that he was in this band, actually, um, when I picked it and, until you've just told me. So so that's really interesting. Um, you know, I, I, it's a big surprise for me this it's, uh, that I've picked this one. Mm. Um, I, it's not often I'll pick something which is described as math rock for this podcast. Um, and it's not often I'll pick something instrumental. Uh, and with all that as well, you know, it's, it's it's on the delicate experimental end of post-rock. I don't know what's becoming of me, really. It's it's uh, a surprise. But here we are. And, and I can only state that I kind of fell for this immediately. You know, I've got to admit, it, it's, it just grabbed me. You know, it's the Pelagic Records description. It mentions bands like As I Watch You From Afar, which is, you know, it's, it's, I suppose it's an obvious one. But there's also a neat line on there com- comparing it to a combination of Battles and Sonic Youth, which fits well on, on a lot of the tracks on here. You know, there's some more uh, danceable, for want of a better word, more, you know, songs on here. But it's on tracks like this one, which is the first track, which is, you know, more experimental and more fragile that I really enjoyed is those tracks on this album really kind of um, reached out to me. Um, and again, you know, a bit like with the last track, it's, a, it's seemingly a mile away from where I'd normally be comfortable, but th- there's something so special in here. It just reached across that divide. Definitely. And I think um, like there's the sort of talk of improvisation here that kind of you can hear, especially in this first song, um, but uh, yeah, I think there's, there's probably ghosts of a band called uh, From Monuments to Masses here, like that kind of drum and bass uh, inflected kind of uh, post-metal, post-rock, um, mathy sort of sound. Just really enjoyed this. And um, yeah, the album's as good as this first track. So um, if you like this, then definitely delve into a bit more. Uh, so if you want to find this, you can go to pelagicrecords.bandcamp.com or nios.bandcamp.com. The record's called Celebration, and we're going to play a song called First Take. 
so that was Nios from Finland. Um, excellent uh, stuff coming up next, also from Finland, from a band called Q Store. Uh, now, this is uh, sort of like the, the sort of uh, a duo uh, set up by Jock from a band called Tungsint, who we've uh, actually played on the podcast before. The album The Drought uh, came out last year, and we we played a track from that. Brilliant stuff. Um, this couldn't be more different, I guess. Um, it's brooding. It's dark. It's drony. It's um, full of loops and really strange uh, synth and, and noise. Uh, but there are, you know, at its heart, um, there is like a doom, a doom metal kind of uh, sound to it as well. Um, this takes a lot to kind of take in. You know, it's uh, it's a good like hour or so of music. But I really like this. Um, they sent us the CD, and uh, you know that's always appreciated. But yeah, I think that kind of the sound that I got from from sort of spinning that physical um, really kind of resonated. Um, you know, that sound quality um, really gave it um, a little bit more of a uh, an atmospheric feel. I'm not sure you made of this, Pete, but um, we've played our fair share of drone in the last few weeks, haven't we? Mm. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, I, I, similarly, I wasn't quite sure uh, what I was going to make of it. You know, I'd, I'd heard Q-Store before um, and, you know, it's like you say, it's ambient, it's drone, noise effects, loops, all those things, which, you know, in my kind of listening, I don't know, day or week or whatever, I, I, you know, I can listen to, but I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily be drawn to. But actually found it quite relaxing this music you know surprisingly and then the second half of the song suddenly gets darker it increases in tempo and it rolls along and it, it, it's, it, it does so in this weird way it's almost like it gathers static as it goes along like a snowball going downhill and then all of a sudden you know it's 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 turned into something that's like almost increasingly losing its form yeah until it turns into this big black hole of noise by the end and and actually, you know, when you look back on it, when you've reached the end of the, I don't know, I think this is like a ten minute song, isn't it? When you've got to the end, you're like, actually, that 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 kind of evolved in, and got darker and darker. Um, and it's, uh, you know, that that was really impressive. It, it's it's kind of had a narrative to it in in the drone, and you know, that's you know that that's worth something. It's really it's like a, it was a real standout moment. Yeah, I think it's quite interesting when. Uh, bands like this do sort of like live jamming um, over sort of like pre, maybe pre-recorded stuff or kind of stuff they've kind of fixed together. And I think that that's where this, um, this, this spark happens. And that's, I think that's where uh, this kind of forms into like something a bit more pacey uh, towards the end. But yeah, I just thought this was really interesting. Um, the CD is called Project 86. Um, and we're playing like a, an excerpt, I guess, from 865. Uh, I'd recommend listening to the whole thing as a piece because it kind of runs through uh, in a very logical way. Um, really, really excited to hear this and really appreciate them uh, sending it through. Uh, so if you want to hear this um, in more detail, you can go to qstore.bandcamp.com. And like I say, we're going to play this excerpt from 865.
Okay, so that was Q-Store uh, from Finland. Uh, next up, we've got our second entry tonight from Heavy Sounds Records. Um, this time it's a band called Decasia. Now, Pete, you've picked this, but this just kind of blew my mind a little bit. It's um, psychedelic in all the right ways. I feel like there's so many wigged out guitar lines coming at you from all directions. It's, it's kind of hard to sort of latch onto something, but this three minutes feels like a lifetime. It's so cool. Mm. I know, you know, it's... You know, heavy sex sounds. I've said this before about them. I think but there's there's kind of three different things they put out. You know, you've got um, you know the big vinyl reissues of, of great bands back catalogs. I think Azaya are the latest band to get that treatment, which is really uh, good news. Yeah. Then you've got the second one, which is you know as with Stoner, who we played on this podcast, the big name Stoner rock heavyweights new releases, and then thirdly, which is the best element of it which is the new unheard of bands you know that bring exciting sounds to the world of stoner and psych and that's where decasia come in uh, you know it's a band i'd not heard of before but now familiar with because of heavy sex sounds so you know eternally grateful for, for that um you know I, I looked at it you look at the artwork and that brought a lot of hope with it and that kind of you know, it, it, it's artwork which is weird and it's like this w- wonderful kaleidoscope and all the promise of that comes to fruition in the sound. You know, it's a nice, breezy, light, 70s rock vibe with heavy suggestions of, you know, of psych, like you say, and, and this kind of magic in the air. And as an album opener, this is just perfect. It's a statement of a band that that, that completely got my attention now. Yeah, kind of reminding me a little bit of um, Goat, um, who are on Rocket Recordings. It's got that kind of danceable, um, kind of psyche vibe to it. I, I don't know if mm. you got that as well. Mm. Yeah, really, really interesting. And uh, again, it's it's one that I'm going to have to like delve into the record for. And um, yeah, I, I intend to fully do that over the next few days. Um, just really, really excited by this. Um, so the song's called Ilian. And it's off a record called An Endless Feast for Hyenas, which is fantastic in itself. Uh, if you want to hear this, you can go to heavypsychsoundsrecords.bandcamp.com. We'll see you next week. <laughs>